0: Welcome back to episode four of the DARF show. I got Nathan and Matt here. Nathan is looking like he's already asleep. Mm-hmm. Must not have had a spam breakfast. Time change got me screwed up.
1: It's early in the evening
2: yet. I know. Yeah, it's only like five PM. Yeah. Yeah. I know. They need to keep it the way it is. Just one time the whole year. We used to have that. I know. I saw your post about the white man in the blanket. <laughs> It's true though.
0: Only a white man would cut 2 inches off the bottom of his blanket and sew it to the top and think he's got a longer blanket.
2: Yep, that's true.
0: We went years without doing this. Well, I'm I'm totally anti daylight savings time. Oh, me too. But
1: Evansville I guess changed all the time. So you had to do it before the whole state did it when you was down there, right?
0: Yeah, before before the whole state went to it. Yeah, when I was in Evansville, we still we switched because yeah. they went with what Illinois did. So, six months out of the year, we were the same time as the rest of Indiana. Six months out of the year, we were an hour behind. But the really... I will say I liked it when I was down there, and this is the reason why. All of your, like, 11.30 uh, shows, like your back then, Letterman, Leno, they were on at 10.30 down there. So, like, I didn't have to feel like, oh, man, we'll be up till midnight or 12.30. I could stay up and still go to work and catch the late-night shows. See, I remember when... Indiana didn't change, and I would watch
1: Louisville channels. And when they would go to daylight savings time, mm-hmm. I would catch them like you said at ten thirty because yeah, we were an hour ahead of us. So I, I like that too. You know, I could watch the news early and, and everything. The else.
0: Super Bowl started
1: yeah. at like five
0: thirty, yeah, so you were done that.
1: early. So yeah, I, I liked it when everyone around us changed. We just didn't.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's a that's a Darf show's take on daylight savings yeah. time. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, I know everybody tuned in. Uh, hey, I do want to say this
1: mean you're gonna look good on dustin over oh there i now. can't oh, yeah. wait
2: yeah on the shirt yeah we're gonna have to yeah we're gonna have to
1: pose for that after the show tonight so we can get that yeah. printed off yeah, and, I, yeah i i can't wait i'm excited i'm excited yeah. you know what there for a while i thought
0: nathan and i were going to run away with
1: this yeah. but i
2: yeah. got nervous i know i was I, I
0: you you sent me a text early and i kept thinking you know, a lot of stuff keeps happening. Guys keep sliding up in the wall. I just need one of the two to go yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And Johnson kept kind of picking off, picking yeah, off, yeah. picking off. Um, definitely not the best race for me to take Johnson, uh, but I, and I will happily pay my my due. Uh, but again, Johnson, man, top yeah. thirteen. Yeah. I mean, yep. the, guy that is, was yep. the guy is good for him. The guy is running really well this year, and uh, so I still um, don't think he's going to win a race, but I. I'm kind of proud of him. I think he will win a race at some point this year. Now, if it's anything, it will be probably a a weather-shortened race, a fuel Mm. mileage deal. He'll win somehow in a situation like that. Um, But So, yeah, but uh, before we jump into that, um, yes, I will have it on. Um, I plan on putting you guys' pictures right on the front with – loser above and loser below so everyone knows i'm a loser um so i want to make sure that they connect well i think i want i'm a loser on the back of the shirt and not loser on the front of the shirt. no your picture loser above loser below that way they know i'm a loser no i, I don't
2: think that's what we're on the back put like i'm a darf <laughs>
3: oh
0: i like that <laughs> i do like that i think that's what we're gonna have to yeah, do i'm a yeah. darf <laughs> yes i like that nathan <laughs> so yeah, so I will I will gladly uh, pay off my my debt to uh, society uh, with wearing that shirt there at uh, uh, one of the opening weekends at Brown Sound Speedway.
2: I had actually forgot what the bet was until I don't know you text a uh, group text or whatever, and I was like, I know we bet something. Now I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> then I was thinking, well, it's a T-shirt. I yeah. forgot about it.
0: So I'm gonna I'm throw it to you guys here and and break down Phoenix, man. A, a totally reconfigured track you know running in the the spring and you know obviously yeah. now the track that's going to decide the champion too here at the end of the season so what what's the uh what's the review what's the breakdown after uh the weekend at phoenix
2: i really enjoyed it it's a very good race um thank god for the lower downforce package yes. on a short track uh that made all the difference in the world i think um it was really fun to watch guys search around for a different line you know they had the traction compound up high in the corners um you know some people aren't a fan of that but if it makes better racing i'm yeah. all for it
1: they were five wide a whole lot yeah. they were five wide in places they shouldn't have been five yeah. wide and i to me that i think so far i mean it's only four races that's the best race we've had in 2020 yes, I, was, was I totally Phoenix. agree
2: and they've so. all been pretty pretty dang good yeah. i thought
1: but i you know as soon as the green flag came out i mean from front to back they raced you know it yeah and uh
2: there was a lot of fun things to follow like different strategies yeah. and you know just stuff like that that made it a little Do bit more think, interesting
0: can i can i interrupt real quick just before you move on i want to get your take on it you being more of a purist um of the sport what is your take on the the uh traction compound being put down on tracks no
1: i i just don't like that you know because i'm going back to the grassroots racing mm-hmm. we show up at brownstown there's a hole in turn one there it is boys race around the hole or race through the hole yeah. or whatever you know it ain't well let's put something in there let's fix this and you know, okay you know the track's a little, a little slick You know, nascar let's put something down for them that's not but if know. they
2: had the right kind of tire compound they wouldn't have to put that kind of stuff down on racetracks, I think.
1: I had to listen to some of the race on the radio because I was doing things. And Rusty Wallace was commentating on the radio. And uh, he said that Goodyear presented a new tire. I didn't realize that when I was watching it on TV, mm-hmm. that Goodyear actually brought a new tire be- with the down package. And he said it actually has more grip but wears out quicker. Okay. And he said that that, that. that tire took him – he said he wished he had that tire back when he raced. He mm-hmm. said the tire – was exceptional, and I didn't. When I watch TV, they, I don't even hear him. You know, no. Which I didn't. You know, listen to TV while I was listening to the radio. But Rusty really, he said, the the tire wears out real quick. But he said it has really good grip. So maybe Goodyear needs to work on that more to get mm-hmm. rid of that PJ one. So,
0: and I, and I like that idea of it wearing out quicker. Because strategy, yes. strategy plays into it. You yes. have to pit, and having tires on a restart, especially on a short run. NASCAR has to get back where the advantage of pitting and getting four yep. tires is an advantage over staying out.
1: And you've seen that on the restarts mm-hmm. where you know some guys took 2 and you know they had to because they were so back in the, that mm-hmm. was their only option to get near the front. But the guys with 4, I mean, they chewed them up like immediately. Yeah. So it was obvious that tires was playing big
0: roles in that. And that's a change from previous seasons. Previous seasons track position was so important. You could stay out and get up front yeah. and if it was I mean, outside of a, a longer 10 to 20 lap run, you can hold your position yeah. against guys with good tires. Yeah. And that's, it shouldn't be that way.
1: Yeah. Like you said, it took 20 to 25 laps for a guy with four to pass a guy with two. Yeah. At Phoenix, it didn't take that. You know, they were gobbled up very rapidly. Do you think uh, Happy should have bumped him or not? I would have. Me too. When I seen him go to his inside, I thought, you've lost the race right there. Because uh,
2: you got to think. You he would have. Yeah, exactly. Joey you know, would have put Harvick in the fence. Harvick would have, you know, asked himself, you know, what would Joey do? Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: I I anticipated a bump, and that's what Logano said. I was waiting for him to yeah. bump me, and and uh, I'm sure now Monday Monday morning meetings there and that four camp, that they
2: probably told him you needed to yeah. bump him.
1: And I, I guarantee you he won't go to the inside and try to race him again this year. No. So.
2: But. To me, you know, I couldn't believe on those restarts how far on the inside going through the dogleg. You know, Logano about got dumped by I think it was Adam or Adam. I was gonna say Adam Bowman. <laughs> Alex. He, yeah, Alex Bowman. Um, I say, man. Yeah, Adam Bowman's moved <laughs> yeah. up quickly. Yeah, he's doing Very good. Quickly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We didn't mention him in the class. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah. Overall, I thought it was you know oh, yeah. like you was saying best race of the year so far out of yeah. the four.
1: Yeah, I. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: So I know you can't speculate on this, but I was also very shocked that Harvick didn't bump him or dump him. Um, Either way you want to look at it. What – and I know this is total speculation. Why do you think he made that decision? I think he did
1: it for the fact later in the year when Logano does that to him because he will. You know, Mm -hmm. that's Logano's motive with everything. You know, Harvick can say, man, I didn't do it to you. Yeah. But you did it to me anyway. You know, the gloves are off.
2: If it comes down to that pos- position, you know, the championship race is going to be there if they're both fighting for the championship. Harvick owes him one. Yep.
1: That's that's why, and I, like you said, it's speculation. But Harvick is a bit of an instigator. And he, I think he thinks three or four steps ahead mm-hmm. with that. I don't disagree
3: stuff. with that. Yeah.
1: And that's what he's thinking. I'm going to play nice. It's early in the season. I'm going to get mine. Yep. But when he does it to me, I have a, an opportunity to retaliate
2: do it when it matters
0: because had it been Logano's teammate Kozlowski he'd have dumped him <laughs>
1: how many times has <laughs> Logano wrecked mean year? and also I almost wonder if there wasn't some thought in Kevin's head with NASCAR getting on Noah Gregson in the in the you mm-hmm. know they pretty much told him you're done yeah. with the bumping yeah so I you know I didn't know maybe Harvick thought okay if I do this you know Michael it's in... a long year yes you know, because after, you know, he, what well, he crashed Myatt Snyder and.
2: Yeah, it was uh, Myatt and. Who was it at California? But yeah, two in a row. Yeah, they, he had two in a row. They pretty yes. much said,
1: you know, you're, you're done with yeah. this. So I, that might have been in Kevin's head, too, but I think it was the first that I'm going to cut him the break. And if he don't me, then. Mm-hmm. Kevin likes altercations. Yes.
2: He
0: likes really? fights. <laughs> <laughs> I think his wife likes them more than him. Well, yeah. Deanna. I might, I might take Kevin on. I don't think I'd take Deanna on. No, no me neither. She, would no. claw your eyes out. Yeah. yeah. Kevin's uh, a touch of old school.
1: Oh yeah.
0: You know. All right, we ready for hot takes? We're ready. Better rip. That was Greg Biffle. He's the most unprofessional little scaredy cat I've ever seen in my life. He wouldn't even fight me like a man after. So if someone texts me his address, I'll go see him Wednesday at his house and show him, show him what he really needs.
2: Absolutely nothing to help me out tonight. My truck drove like shit. And these splitters are absolutely
1: horrendous. You can't pass in traffic. You can't race alongside anybody. You can't get within five truck lengths of no
2: one. But somehow, someway, I was able to get back in the truck had a blast. What happened there with the 53? Paul, you know, uh, hit a really fast Light board. And, uh, you know, Dave, I'm just not wrecking enough people. I need to wreck more people so they'll stop throwing bad blocks. Um, that's a silly driving habit. And
0: give that, that mic roll. away. You don't even deserve to have that mic right now. What the hell's wrong with you? Wait. That, climb wait. over this counter and come beat your ass. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, I, I like that's the worst question I've heard all week.
3: I think you're racing every night this week. Though. Yeah,
0: he, I think he missed that part. I don't know. I don't... Go ahead, Bob. Bob, and then Nate.
3: <laughs> are, they using, are they using
0: Smithfield product? I'm not even sure exactly who, which, which reporter Tony was talking to there. But it's kind of how I felt last week when I was attacked over the ravioli question. <laughs> Dude, that wasn't even close. Yeah,
2: <laughs> just asking for it there.
0: <laughs> All right, let's start here with our, our hot takes and uh, your debate here. We we've talked all season about who's the guys that have, have struggled, who's who's looked good, where are we at with things? I think the biggest right now that you got to question is Martin Truex Jr. Oh, yes. and is it time to push the panic button on Truex Jr. or is it just some growing pains? I say
1: it's time to push the panic button. You know he, while he's failed two races in a row. He's failed tech. Mm-hmm. This Phoenix he didn't get to qualify because of tech. And, you know, his quote when he got out of the car after the race was, we can't even finish races. So I think, you know, it's – there's something going on there that is not gelling. I don't know if it's personal, You know, personality's yeah. not clicking or – but they lost something when they moved from, from Denver, you know, over with the rest of the teams.
2: Yeah, and he's got a new crew chief now. And, yes. you know, like you was saying, growing pains. But I'm not ready – i'm getting closer to hitting the panic button but i'm just not quite there yet i want to give it a, a few more races but they've got to get through past an inspection oh yeah they, they've you know if that happens again this weekend you know i'm a little bit closer to hitting the panic button but they're just digging digging themselves in a deep hole every weekend it seems like but are,
1: you know are they trying to cut it that close or are they missing things in the shop that's, right. not, that's not getting found till they get to to inspection mm-hmm.
0: And I'll, I'll ask this follow-up, too, even on Truick, because I still think he's obviously a competitor, and I think he's one of the best drivers, one of the best shoes in, in NASCAR. Amen, yeah. But as part of it, too, that move to from Denver to actually being a part of a major team, do you think that is kind of, I don't know what the right word is, taking his edge away or taking that chip off his shoulder that we're this you know, team in Denver, you know, furniture row racing, nobody really thinks we can do it. Do you think some of that chip is gone to where you know I'm gonna go prove this? Personally, I think Cole Pern leaving is
2: the issue. Yes.
1: I think Cole Pern was a bigger cog in that that wheel than than anything. I think Cole made Martin a better driver because he knew what Martin needed.
2: In my opinion, he's kind of like what Chad Kinels was to Jimmy Johnson. Yes. You know. Ray Abraham was to Jeff Gordon. Exactly. You, know, you needed mm-hmm.
1: that personalities and Zipedeli and Stewart. Yes. Yes. I mean,
2: yeah. If Cole and true X would have been, I mean, you you can go back and say whatever you want, but you know, if he would have started with true X when, you know, 10 or 12 years ago, I would have been interested to see how far or how many more races they may have won. You know, they was only together. What? Several years, but you know, it.
0: no, that relationship is vital.
2: I you mean,
1: did. just, I mean, you know, you that's your, your comfort in your ear while, you know, that and the, the spotter. But, you know, that, that crew chief is a guy that fix your, your problems. And, you know, if you're not communicating well, you know, maybe Martin's telling him what he needs and that, you know, that guy just really isn't understanding yet. Mm-hmm. So,
0: and, and, you know, going back to Tony, I mean, if, what, what's it say about your crew chief when you go to start your own team and the first person you come after is to make him your director of competition? Yeah. I mean, Tony knew I still need Zip. Yeah. Here with me. And that's a trust issue too, you
1: know. Mm -hmm. He's he's trusting for years Mm -hmm. and years and but I think that's I don't think it's Martin. I think Martin is still a great race car driver, probably one of the best in NASCAR right now, but I just they haven't clicked yet. And I don't know honestly I think they need to make a change there, you know, if the next you know, race or two of let's try something different.
0: Yeah. Well he's gotta start starting towards the front. Yeah. He he can't he cannot continue to start in the back of the pack and trying to trying to work his way through all this traffic. So
2: Yeah, he had a fast car yesterday. Mm-hmm. He, you know, was in the rear, and then by the end of the first stage, he was already top ten. Yeah, you know, but,
0: but where would he have been if he could have started tenth or
2: 11th, exactly,
1: you know, exactly or on the pole?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's move on here to the second one. And speaking of uh, my guy Tony Stewart, uh, big news uh, this week: he released that he will be running the Xfinity race at the Brickyard on the road course. Um, thoughts? I know we've kind of talked about some of these guys that are are NASCAR. And we've talked about Kyle Busch going down and running some of these races. How do we feel about Tony coming out of retirement, getting back in the stock car and running uh, that race there at the Brickyard? I'm going to look kind of bad because
1: I bash Kyle all the time for doing that. But Tony's coming out of retirement. Mm -hmm. He ain't been in a car for a year or two. You both know I'm not a big Stewart fan, but I'm actually very, very excited about this. I... uh, I think that's what the Xfinity needs a shot in the arm with that more than Kyle Busch going down there and running it. You know, people's going to go just to watch, especially in Indianapolis. People's going to go watch Tony. Right. You know, if Dale Jr. said, hey, I'm going to race two, the crowd would probably be almost as big for the Xfinity race as it will for the Brickyard. My opinion.
2: I think it's pretty dang cool. You know, um, nobody's ran on that track, obviously. It's going to be a level playing field. That we know of. That we know, yeah. of. I think. Matt I know De- a
0: guy that's pretty tight with Penske up there yes. at <laughs> Motor Speedway. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, I know, uh, and he's
0: got a garage full of his yeah. old
2: cars. Yes, I know uh, Matt De Benedetto. He did test it out when they announced it for Penske, I believe, in the Xfinity car. But you know, if Tony went out, had top five or even one, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Yeah,
1: I me mean neither.
0: Well, and I, I also agree. Which, which, first of all, I will agree with you hundred percent. And I think if Tony just jumped in an Xfinity car anywhere it doesn't mean nearly as much as what it's going to mean to Indiana people yes. and him back at the brickyard. Yeah. Yes. You know, obviously if he can win the Xfinity race at the brickyard I understand it's not the normal low uh, um, 2.5 mile oval but that's still a huge mm-hmm. deal anytime Tony can win up there at the Motor Speedway. I also like he's already downplaying it and that's what I love. Like, man, I haven't been in a stock car in years. It'll yeah. take me half the race to remember how to do this and that tells me right there if he's downplaying it he's really confident with nobody else being yeah, on that track yeah. he can go up and, and do something and, and as a Stewart fan which my bias I, I always put right out there I loved watching him run road courses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know especially when him and Gordon were together yeah, yeah. battling on road courses there was nothing better when they were at the top of their game so yeah. I, if I was a and I agree with you even though we've disagreed a little bit on Kyle Busch, I agree with you. I think this is a bigger deal to an Xfinity guy than Kyle Busch dropping down and racing with you. I mean, this is a, a three-time champion. Yes. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. This is a legend that's going to come down and race with you. And if I was an Xfinity guy, I would be looking for the opportunity to get behind him at some point And learn. And learn yeah. on a road course especially. He's also a, a team owner. You know, Busch
1: owns... But I mean, he's still in some trucks, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 But you know, Tony owns cup cars mm-hmm. and dropping down to Xfinity. Mm-hmm. You know, that's. I think it's way bigger than Kyle could ever be. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, and I would think any driver, like I said, I'm. I'm not saying if I'm running first and Tony's running second, I'm dropping behind him. But if you get the chance to run behind yeah. Tony on a road course. That's like Road Course 101, man. Just follow him and figure yeah. it out. I'm definitely going to tell my spotter to let me know
1: where he's gaining on me at so I can, you know, is he charging this corner more? Is he breaking early? Mm-hmm. You know, what is he doing? Yeah, that's so.
0: – and I think it's cool, too, even going forward, uh, just for the film aspects of it, for drivers to go back and watch. Yeah. And, again, I'm not trying to blow Tony up as the greatest road course driver ever, but as far as a stock car driver, he was one of the better mm-hmm. ones that could do it. And, and to get the chance to see him and – um. Do it. I, I I think it's going to be pretty special. I totally agree. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, new short track package. You guys kind of talked about it there a little bit in Phoenix, and uh, I have to agree that I thought the Phoenix race was awesome. And I do want to say I hadn't even really it hadn't registered with me how far they were diving on the inside cushion until Callie walked out while I was watching it, and she said, "My gosh, they are like seven wide, seven wide." And how do they get down that low? And I'm like, and they really are. wild and spread out at phoenix they race everywhere it's paved yeah Yeah. if
1: they can get there they're going yeah they'll race all the way to
0: the sands of the desert out
1: there man that's yeah
2: so knocking cactus down
1: (laughs) yeah up
3: there
0: on what's it called now monument hill used to be be rattlesnake Rattlesnake that was one of the coolest stories i've heard though that the promoter named it rattlesnake hill so nobody'd go up there and sit and watch the race for free but they say that they have went up and they clear that hill before the races Love snakes, and now they say obviously they yeah. sell tickets with the reservation, but I yeah. still ain't
2: taking a chance. Yeah, I mean.
0: <laughs> so what do you think? New new downforce package, new short track package. What do we think? Love it.
2: Totally agree.
1: Love it, love it. I mean, that's it's back in the driver's hands. You know, we got rid of that great big fin hanging off the back. You know, you know, went from what eight and a half to two inches. Yeah. You know, so they're not relying on that to catch them and you know, they,
0: I love it.
2: Yeah, totally agree.
0: And I loved, you know, again, I know we talked a little bit about the traction compound. The, the reason why I will argue for the traction compound is because it, it it totally changed the way you had to attack the racetrack because yes, you had the comfort of the traction compound, but I loved watching those guys come off the corner and they were trusting the traction compound just a little too much. And that back end would kick out on them. And now they had their hands full. And yeah. Eric Jones had one of the better saves I've seen this year until he then backed it in the wall later. But and see that's where I think if we would have done away with the traction compound, these old
1: school drivers that, that raced on dirt, the and Kyle Larson, he would came to the, the top because I mean you know, he would have he's used to that. And that's a fair so argument. Stenhouse, you you know would have much better done that because he's used to that. You got a lot of these guys that never you know all they've raced is asphalt. They're not, you know, not, not going to know how to react like those other guys do. So, and I'd like to see a test with the car, the tires, with and without the PJ1, and, and just to see how much different the times are.
2: That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: All right, let's throw this up for um, you know, debate here. If you had the opportunity to be in charge of NASCAR
3: for <laughs> one
0: day, what changes are you looking to make go ahead
2: Nathan this could take a whole nother show um you only have it for one day yeah hmm I'm gonna start at truck series if I was in charge truck series would not run at any tracks over a mile and a half or you know maybe just run all short tracks um you got to get back to that grassroots feel. You know, that's kind of, that's the entry level to the top three series. I wouldn't have them run at Daytona. I wouldn't have them run at Talladega, Charlotte, none of that. I'd have them run. There's all kinds of short tracks sitting around here across the country, like IRP, places like that. That's pretty much ready to go. Um, let's see another thing not really involved in the truck series, but hmm, I would make sure every single track has lights. That way, with these le- races starting later, if it does rain and they could get the track dry, but you don't have enough daylight to run, make sure the fans that's there can stay that day like into Sunday night to make sure they can see a, the race finish on a Sunday instead of having to, you know, if they can't stay on Monday, you know, they're wasting their money. Uh, No tracks should have grass in the infield. Be pure concrete, pavement, whatever. You see too many race cars, you know, they spin out, tear the front splitter off the car, and they're done.
0: I know how Matt's going to argue that is, take the splitter
1: off and don't worry about it.
2: But, I, yeah.
0: I was going to go
1: there but I'm just letting him he's having his day
3: (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) they're never going to take the splitter off I don't think but if you're in charge of it they might Uh, you're getting ready to hear it they will
0: your day you're going to spend a lot of money paving everything and the next day Matt's going to come in and say take the splitter off Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) that was an accident what was it supposed to be um, <laughs> you should have known. Uh, let's see. I had some other things on my mind, too. You go ahead with yours. I got No, couple. I want to hear all yours. Well, I'm trying to think of what I... You're making me build
1: my I... list longer. So <laughs> my, my day's getting better.
2: Uh, let me think here for a minute. You got the Jeopardy button on I there. I
0: don't right now. Um, I
2: don't. Oh each track like these mile and a half tracks in the cup series they only get one date on the schedule they don't run two dates a year the only tracks that get two dates would be daytona bristol and martinsville maybe a couple other short tracks
1: why does daytona get one and not talladega
2: i thought i said talladega
0: no you said daytona bristol martinsville
2: okay and talladega okay yeah um
0: now are you counting we're going to have a 22 race series then are you counting charlotte's second race on the roval as two races
2: i forgot about the roval we'll keep it say but we won't we're going to alternate the all-star race between different tracks tracks too and the championship race is going to go to different tracks
0: okay just don't get rid of the roval
2: no we're no we're keeping the Roval. Uh, um i would definitely add more road courses there's one sitting in Texas right now that F1 runs at that I think will be on the schedule next year, that Circuit of the Americas. I really want to see that track on the schedule. I think it will be. um, Maybe a track like Road America. Added Xfinity's in, already there, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a race in Canada. You know, there's a, a nice road course up there. Um, Really, that's some of the bigger things that i would take care of
0: okay before you go here
2: Uh, let's get ready to rumble
1: matt first thing (laughs) didn't know that one had ads wow (laughs) first thing i do splitters gone (laughs) But wait, we just paved all that interior grass. <laughs> That's we good. can
2: still keep it, though.
1: That's great. You yeah. know, we got paved all the way there, but I want to see the guys drive the cars, not get into, you know, I I am a realist, or mm-hmm. a purist, Purist, and yeah, the splitters would go. I would like to see the two-inch spoiler at Daytona.
2: thought they'd done Whoa. that. There's just, yeah, I know where you're going at, yeah.
1: Maybe not exactly two inches, but let's get rid of the shark fin all the way down the Mm -hmm, side of the car, mm -hmm. drop off the splitter, let's have cars that look like cars that you can go buy, because then maybe you can win on Sunday and sell on Monday. Mm -hmm. I think that's where we've lost that. Yeah. Um, If your last name is French and you work in the front office, you'd be drug tested weekly? (laughs)
0: I think that was Bill <laughs>
1: rolling over in his grave because of yeah. your grandson.
2: Yeah, thank God he's gone now. Yeah, he didn't he, have anything to do with it?
1: Yeah, Brian would have been fired. Yeah. Um. I also thought the All Star race and the Championship race should alternate tracks. It shouldn't be dedicated to one track. I that was on my list also. So uh, you know, with us going to Phoenix this year, that was a move in the right direction by NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I would add more stages in the races. Because I think that that's to, that forces people to have to pit or you know mm-hmm. decide to do something. Um, I think that's about it. I yeah. would I would not allow a NASCAR driver to go down to the lower classes unless they do not have a full field of drivers. I would An Xfinity driver or a truck driver would not be sent home so a NASCAR driver could get in the race. How the only way I would like if Kyle out. wanted to do that, if they were going to start 40 cars and only 32 showed up, if only 32 showed up, then Kyle would have that opportunity. But I, Kyle will not be able, would not be allowed to knock out a regular Xfinity driver or truck driver.
2: How about... I see what you're getting at. Um,
1: because you're not you're taking money that that team could keep going right. on for Kyle to race,
2: right? Um, like a NASCAR Cup driver could only start. Let's see, what's the season? Thirty six races, thirty eight races total. Two two non points races. Yeah. Um, limit Cup drivers to forty two National Touring Series races. Oh, I
1: see. I like that. I like that.
2: You know, they forty two
1: overall. No matter what, if they want to race more in Xfinity, they got to cut out a cup race.
2: Yep. I like that. Or they could run two truck races, two Xfinity races, or four Xfinity races and no truck races. Yeah. You know, ah. it, it.
3: yeah.
2: But you still,
1: even with those, they cannot knock out correct a regular in those series. Mm-hmm. That you know, those guys can't get you know, they're guaranteed. And then for extra spots, we let those guys in, because I just I think we're hurting the sport by sending guys struggling to get up to that series in. So
0: right, that's about all I got. And that's what the guys would do if they wave their magic wand over NASCAR. They'd pave a lot more grass and then remove the splitters. And I name it Matt Car.
2: Even if there wasn't splitters you know there still doesn't need to be any still doesn't need to be any grass in my opinion they could still paint it green and it looked like I, i
1: agree with you on that also because car speed up in the grass
2: yeah yeah and are you done
0: that that wasn't
2: me that was the fans at home you know what if a car gets you know on its side or whatever and it digs in and flips in the grass you know it doesn't have that good of a chance to dig into concrete unless you're you know absolutely hauling but
0: uh, yeah the ryan newman situation at daytona seemed to be caused
2: all by the grass i didn't say anything about his situation you look at like a few years ago truck series uh timothy peters at texas you know he got in the grass he flipped
3: Jeffrey Bodine didn't,
1: wasn't caused by grass either when he flipped the Daytona.
2: Let's get to the food stuff. Whoa.
0: Nathan is obviously hungry today. Yep. We're gonna jump right in here. No, we got one more, brother. Oh, oh we, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgot uh-huh. about
2: that. Ooh.
0: So, greatest NASCAR racetrack, current or historical.
1: I'm going to give you two. My favorite that I would say greatest current still on the series is Bristol. Hands down, I think. last, You know, the, they advertise it as the last great Coliseum, and I'm going to give that. My favorite all-time, you two guys probably even old enough to remember a race there, is Riverside, California. Mm-mm. The road course out there. Daryl Walter, Pritchard Petty, and Dale Earnhardt owned that joint, and that... Uh, I would say Riverside California to be my favorite
2: my current favorite would have to be Darlington just you know for that's in my top five so yeah as you know the tradition the throwback weekend all that as far as a historical would be the old Bristol oh yeah 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 where you know they're not running up around the wall you know you everybody's on down on the bottom moving everybody out of the way to pass mm-hmm. I mean I, I love Bristol but it's just nothing like it used to be
0: okay so you said Darlington being in your top five so what's your top five favorite current tracks current Bristol Martinsville
1: Darlington Phoenix would be fourth or fifth because I I really like Phoenix and then uh, I actually like Miami I'll
2: go Darlington my favorite like I said second favorite let me change mine not Dover
1: I forgot all about Dover Dover would be number five
2: see my second favorite would be Talladega third would be Martinsville And then fourth would be Bristol and my fifth. Oh my. I'm kind of going on the tradition part of it. I know it sounds crazy. The racing isn't very good there, but I love Indianapolis. Okay. I mean, just how special that place is.
0: I would go... Martinsville, Bristol, Darlington, Roval, Watkins Glen. Those would be my top five. Not bad at all. I know that for a lot of NASCAR purists, having two road courses in there are probably against it. But I I love watching those races. So I feel like I'm a
1: pretty good purist, and I I understand. I I enjoy the road courses too. There, you know, but it's
0: so. But, and I think part of it too is. It, in the time that I've really watched NASCAR, we've had this whole movement towards mile and a half cookie cutter tracks. Yes. So it's so different when you show up at a road course. That's what I loved about yeah. it because it's it's exactly what you're talking about as a purist. Make them drive again. Yes. In, in yeah. the time I watched NASCAR, the only time I really saw them have to drive was on a road course mm-hmm. because even and I get where you're coming from with Talladega and Daytona, I just struggle because the whole time I've really been a fan. The last twenty years has been restrictor plates, me too. and it's that's and that's why they're not in there for me. We're just waiting for the big yeah. one. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, when I go back and watch the seventies and and even the eighties, when you know Bill Elliott and and Richard Petty and those guys are running those big tracks, those big super speedways, I can see where the excitement is. I just think in the last 20, 25 years that I've been a fan, it's it's not the same. My two favorite
1: looking race cars ever in my lifetime. Was the twenty-eight Hardy's car by Cale Yarborough and the thirty-three school Bandit car that Harry Gant drove? Mm-hmm. Harry was in a Buick with a chrome grill in that thing, man. Yeah. You know, Harry was style. There were, was not any splitters down on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could see under the car. You know, it still had the little side window, in the, you know, in the mm-hmm. back. And to me, that's a race car. You know, that's and I, I'm showing my age with you guys. You know, I don't I worry. Just, we already know. You know I just
2: wish those
1: were beautiful cars. I thought.
2: I just wish I could have been in, you know, like your generation where I could have saw a lot more of that. I don't because I'd be that much older. Well, yeah, but... (laughs) You can watch them on YouTube, man. Yeah, Yeah, but it's still not... I'd like to
0: be young and have the technology we have, not...
2: (laughs) But still, just, you know, seeing stuff like that, you know, that would have been pretty dang cool, I thought. And then, you know, I would be more of what you are as a purist, I I would think, because... By the time I've really got heavy into NASCARs, when they was changing, you know, like the well, they points. They probably had the car of and,
1: tomorrow when you got into it. did did they? Uh, what year was the car of tomorrow? 07.
0: I, I was it really yeah. that late? I would yeah. have guessed even earlier than that. Yeah, because yeah.
1: you know, I was joking
2: when I said that.
0: No, yeah. and I know you were joking, but I was actually I I would have guessed like oh four oh five. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that doesn't seem like a ton, but I didn't think it was that deep in 07.
2: Yeah, I uh, see. When uh, I was
0: in elementary school, so that'd been. Mid seventies, and that'd be the car of
1: way back, not the you car know, of tomorrow. That was mid seventies. I was taken out of school for two weeks to go to speed weeks in
2: Daytona. Uh-huh.
1: That was what my grandparents did. You know, I got my teacher in elementary school gave me two weeks worth of homework, and we went to Florida to watch races for two weeks.
2: That so. was on the big track, not the saying, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh. I had to. I had to. <laughs> <All> but. <right. laughs> but we. They uh, just moved. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, that back in 2007, the first race they had for the car tomorrow was at Bristol, and me and Ryan was down there with my aunt and uncle, and we went, and Kyle Busch just happened to win that race. But he didn't like the car, so. Who did? I never exactly. heard one
3: driver no. say that. I never heard a driver no, This like, is amazing. Yeah, and I will,
0: I, I will back up here real quick, and I will give NASCAR a little bit of credit here, and you guys can disagree with me. I think that they learned their lesson from the car tomorrow, because I think in the car tomorrow – they listened to a bunch of engineers and guys that didn't drive the car mm-hmm. and thought they had done something. I truly believe that since that date, they have listened to their drivers a lot more. I'm not saying they don't bring the engineers in, but you know, going back to the Ryan Newman thing, when he he was looking at the bar, and I get Newman's also an engineer. Yeah, But I think they have started to really listen to the drivers and take input on... How do we need to improve the sport?
1: I really think that was another try to sell to the youth because I I don't know which commentator it was, but I remember watching a race and they said, of course the car of tomorrow has a wing on it because we have to have a wing on anything to make the kids interested mm-hmm. in it.
0: Well, it was the Fast and the Furious
1: time yes. period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know.
2: But like you was saying, if they would have listened more to the drivers back when they had the car tomorrow, just think of where NASCAR could be right now you know because that's when NASCAR started to tank. Oh yeah.
0: And I don't disagree with you either because the wing didn't even help performance. No.
1: Not <laughs> the at all.
0: car did drove like crap yeah. even with the giant yeah. wing off the back. So it yeah. was all for looks.
2: The only thing the wing done is when a car got turned around it flipped it. You <laughs> yeah, know you, yeah, you yeah. saw Brad Keselowski at Atlanta yep. off the bumper of Carl Edwards. Well I think
0: Carl helped with
1: that flip a whole lot. Right, yeah. And but, there was no grass involved in that one either.
2: But a car with a spoiler on it it wouldn't have done that. Or there's a know. whole lot
0: of guardrail and fencing, but there was never yeah. no grass in that no. one. Yeah. No. Well, I think what you didn't see, I think a fan threw a handful of grass Uh-oh. out there.
1: Myra Sod Farm left some way out there, didn't it?
0: <laughs> yep. It was kind of like the banana pills in Mario yeah. Kart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Took them right out.
2: Yeah. You have a sound effect for
0: that. I, I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have to work on that one. But I do have. <laughs> let's get into the food debate. Oh, this week. yes. The first one kind of follows up on our wing debate a little bit. We're not wow, going boneless wow. versus bone in. Um, we've been down that road. I will say, even though I am a a boneless connoisseur, I did go to Roosters yesterday, and I went bone in because I go bone in at Roosters every time. I was down there Friday, and wife went boneless. I went bone in. Delicious, as always. Oh, that. I don't even need a sponsorship from roosters i'm mm-hmm. telling you that place is unreal but but it'd for, be nice yeah yeah roosters if you want to reach out to us i'd just take free wings
2: yeah um yeah i don't care if they boneless or what i'd take free <laughs> wings i don't care
1: <laughs> and it and some of those tots man oh yeah yeah
0: dumpster tots I would take oh the my. dumpster
1: tots over the wings
0: Oh no 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 mm. I would They are so good I'm I'm right there but those wings are unbelievable. I would because those are like some of the best things ever yeah. Okay <laughs> dipping sauce choices blue, blue cheese, cheese versus ranch
1: Blue cheese all day every day Ranch well, you got to defend
0: your choices.
1: Blue cheese, for me, man, it's just a unique flavor that I think accents very well to the spice on the wing. And it's also like a bonus when you, uh, like you're like you down to your celery sticks at the end and you bring that big chunk of blue cheese up out of there and it's like the dessert at the end of the chicken wing.
2: I can't follow that up. <laughs> Yo, he, <laughs> that's very detailed. <laughs> he had that
0: written out. I thought, well, Emeril Lagasse walked
1: in here yeah. and he said, go oh, give me a little, yeah." Bam. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> so
0: that's...
2: I'll have
1: to try. And I want to say the best blue cheese I've ever had, wings and rings in Bedford, Indiana. Yes, that is the best blue cheese I've ever eaten. And it's really
0: the Greensburg one has the same blue cheese. Oh, really? It's all house made, and it is delicious. Yes, that's the only argument I will give you, is that blue cheese can vary greatly from restaurant to restaurant. I will also say, I had blue cheese yesterday at Roosters. Roosters blue cheese is excellent.
1: Yeah. the last time I went to Roosters, I had their blue cheese. Because in there. I want a yeah. chunky blue yeah, cheese. Me too. That's what I said. That's like a bonus when you know you bring that celery up and there's a big chunk of blue cheese but hanging there. But yeah.
0: Buffalo Wild Wings, not a fan of their blue me cheese. Me neither. I'll go ranch every time yeah. there. No, I go blue cheese everywhere. But I know. But So for yeah. me, it really depends restaurant to restaurant. Yeah.
2: I'll have to get blue cheese next time I get wings somewhere. I mean, I've had it before. Roosters
0: or wings. And I, I've always been a ranch person, but... Mm-hmm. Wings and Rings and Roosters I go Blue Cheese every time.
1: And I actually get ask, ask for extra blue cheese just for my celery. That is like like I said the dessert after the I just I love both of those places. the yeah. blue cheese.
0: And I will but I will still say Roosters very good, Wings and Rings still is better. Yes. That is the best yes. blue cheese I've ever had. Me too. I
2: have to go over there and check that out. I've never been there.
0: A road trip. Their their wings I think are very good.
1: And I last time I was there I even got bone in just to Mm-hmm. Compare them. either one, very good.
0: And and the one thing I will give them an advantage of, still like the wings better at Roosters. But what I love about Wings and Rings is that you can dial in the heat of your sauce, no matter which sauce you yes, choose.
1: I like that also. Yeah, it's like a okay. three. In the menu, it's broke down three stages. Do you want the boneless or do you want the bone in? Mm-hmm. What what flavor do you want, and then how much heat do you want in that flavor?
0: So you can go like garlic parmesan, but heat it up. Yeah.
2: So you can create a whole new level. It's so you could get like regular buffalo. Because I don't do like garlic parmesan yeah. or barbecue. I only get like buffalo. I sauces, get the sweet so. A's and
1: chili sauce. But then you can like
0: bump it up to
1: fours or top. Mm-hmm. Or you can have it at
0: one.
2: That is interesting.
1: Which
0: I got to say too, the Korean barbecue at Roosters, excellent. Oh, really? Not I could have used a little more heat and spice, but excellent. Yeah.
2: See, I was stuck on the donkey sauce. The second hottest they got down. Uh, sh- <laughs> the second hottest they got. No wonder down. he likes boned. <laughs> mm. And the well, the sewer department up here in town. They they gave me a call and they said you're going to have to lay off of that for a little while.
0: What's the What's the top one? Is it nuclear down there? Yeah,
2: nu- new new uh new keeler or something okay I don't know. there was a guy new there killer yeah there
0: was a guy there yesterday because you can combine sauces at uh roosters too to kind of create your own flavor which i i i just like that i i want to choose a sauce to tell me how hot i want i don't want to yeah. try and make my own yes he went new killer
3: mm-hmm.
2: plus donkey sauce oh to God. cool it down I'm like... I bet he's still sitting in a bathtub full of ice right now.
0: my gosh. I'm just sitting there like...
2: That's that's beyond me. Wow. Beyond me. I've had their hot down there, and it was hotter than the donkey sauce. It just depends on you know, how many... Or how much sauce they put on them, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yesterday...
0: <laughs> yesterday, I went, I went extra wet also. I did like... I do like extra wet.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh,
0: every time. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I don't have to ask for it. It just happens. But yesterday I had to ask for it.
2: No follow-up to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our second food question and final question of the night.
2: This is a surprise. This
0: dude. one is a surprise. Oh. Best true fast food restaurant. Okay, I'm not talking fast casual, so Qdoba, those kind of things don't count. Best true fast food restaurant and worst fast food restaurant. Oh man! See, I thought you'd have your worst right away because I had a guess for what you would say is worst. Worst is McDonald's. That's a, that was exactly what I was going to say. Every day, all day, I think
1: the worst is McDonald's. Man, that's yeah. I was going to let Nathan go first, but yeah, my worst is McDonald's.
2: My worst would be where I've usually had the most bad experiences and that would be Burger King. I'm just not not a fan of that place huh. at all. But my best Man, it's hard to beat Taco Bell mm. on a good day. It's very hard to be Taco what, Bell. What,
0: what meal are
1: we eating at this restaurant?
0: <laughs> I would say lunch or dinner. So breakfast is out. Yeah, because I would say breakfast for a whole another category
2: because that changes the whole game. That would still be Taco Bell for me.
0: Mine would be Hardee's. Definitely on breakfast. Uh, mine is a tight race between Hardee's and Wendy's. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give Wendy's you that, breakfast yeah. is really good. Yes. And I will be honest, even though I'm not a huge McDonald's fan, the new chicken McGriddle is ridiculous
1: what i've heard but i just not uh not a big mcdonald's guy uh fast food man i i really don't like fast food at all so that's this is gonna be hard for me because i i do all i can to i guess it'd be arby's okay arby's is the best that's respectable. mcdonald's is the worst yes all right because you know yeah. i can go into arby's get a reuben yeah, I can, get, yeah, I can mm-hmm. get some more craft sandwiches over mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you know McDonald's.
2: Two for five fish. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: On King's Hawaiian bread. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Um Okay. That, I'll yeah. Be, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. After the way he just acted, I didn't know they made those extra wet. <laughs> They do now. Uh. So, um, meanwhile. <laughs> see, and, and the funny thing is, and I, I, I like both of your responses. I think my. See, I think my favorite fast food. Now, you may argue and say this is not fast food, but I still think it's in the category. I would say Sonic is my favorite fast food. That's not really fast casual, you don't go in and sit down. Um, but right up there, because I asked my uh, my wife, and I think she would go Chick fil A, which I am not a huge Chick fil A person.
1: I love their waffle fries,
0: I do too. Outside of that, I'm not a fan of nothing else. So, if we're and I'll be honest, if we're gonna, which. Have we have we had the have you guys had the new Popeyes chicken sandwich? Yes. yes. Okay, can we debate Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A?
2: I've only had Chick-fil-A once in my life.
0: I would take Popeyes over Chick-fil-A a
2: thousand times yeah. over.
0: I do not understand how it's even a competition. It's, it shouldn't be. I, that that is I mean it's not even close to me. I am a fan of Popeyes? Oh, I am too.
1: <laughs> but you know, I just like the the variety that Arby's offers. That's why it's my favorite.
0: Agreed. Agreed. But no, I, just to throw out the yeah. chicken sandwich debate, yeah. I I don't even understand how that's a comment.
2: Yeah, uh, like I said, I haven't had Chick-fil-A. The red beans in, and rice oh, kills yeah. out
1: Popeye's right there. Popeye's wins every time just because of that yeah. side right there.
0: Have you gone mashed potatoes with the Cajun gravy? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But That was my I heart chicken for Valentine's Day I sent you guys. I knew it was. Mm-hmm. I identified it.
2: But like I was saying, you know, I hadn't had chick-fil-a since i was a kid but i don't see how anything could top the popeye's chicken sandwich i got the spicy one yeah yeah oh oh my yeah yeah
0: because to me the and don't get me wrong i like a, a chick-fil-a sandwich but it's like a regular just like chicken patty like it's yeah. not that popeye's sandwich is like got crunch to it it's yeah. got texture oh it's yeah love me some popeyes yep glad it's in seymour and scottsburg i yes. go either direction right on hey so looking ahead to next week what's the outlook going forward uh here with our our
2: nascar well, let's look at the fantasy let's see how oh, do you want to talk about that or
1: yeah we can bring Did it up sure sidestep i still haven't changed my drivers by the way race 11 i will change them all I, for- yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I forgot to change
1: them. Or mine. they'll change them for you <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: Or park them all
0: Yeah. Way. Oh wait that's, I was going to say I don't know who any of these people are That's the overall standing uh, Nathan, Nathan Bowling has made a, a huge climb here. That's oh, why he that, wanted to bring it oh, up. That's uh-huh. why he brought that up. Uh, <laughs> ulterior
3: motives we have here. Yeah,
1: he
0: is up to third now.
1: Uh-huh.
3: But we, I'm not
2: eligible to win the top prize of whatever the tickets are. So. And uh, Are
0: we still in the basement, brother? Uh, you are in ninth. Um, I am behind you. How's Jeb doing? Uh, Jed is now in eighth. Hmm. Um, he yeah. has actually extended the lead on you and I. Um, so currently, listen. the only person behind me is Tommy Taylor, and Tommy, I appreciate you not playing. Yeah, just so I'm not in last. Yeah, I'll stop in uh, Farm Bureau and thank him for that too. So we, yeah. don't, we don't look horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we talked a lot of trash to be in ninth and eleventh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we're it's a long race season. We're letting him get ahead, get confident. Yeah,
0: then I'm going to come in, Yeah. Sandbag in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, we'll be like Rick Gum up here pure stucky. Yeah, you just wait. You wait till we break it out. Hidden magic. It's <laughs> it is uh, it's coming. So so coming up this week, folds of honor um, four hundred. Yeah. What are we looking ahead to? It's at Atlanta, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Do you guys remember when they flip flopped Atlanta? I don't. What is now the front stretch was the back stretch when I was a kid. Yeah, that was a big deal. I don't remember so that. It used
2: to be yeah. configured like Homestead, you know, like a true – Like
1: They didn't really change the track a whole lot, but they just flip-flopped the front and back stretch. When they built new grandstands, they just built mm-hmm. them on the back stretch and said this is now the front stretch. So, But uh, Atlanta, I think it's going to be Kyle Busch. I think Kyle will get one.
2: I think it's going to be a Ford. I don't know quite – who to narrow it down to. Ford's won like the past three races there. Um,
1: it really needs to be Kyle Bush because I'm looking really like an idiot for spending 207 fake dollars to have him on my team and he has done nothing. How do you think I feel? Yeah, you ran me up to 207. I bought Ross Chastain. Ooh. Well, you bought Ryan Newman. Yeah.
0: No, I bought Ross Chastain. <laughs> that's, a, that's who I got right now. Well, I wanted to punch him in the nose for talking about how great the equipment is he's in.
2: I think, like I said, I think it'll be a Ford, you know, between Harvick, maybe Blaney. Uh,
1: Speaking of that, I looked at the free agent list today.
2: There's a lot going a on. A
1: lot of big names that have uncertain futures. Mm-hmm. I think the silly season will start before the midseason
2: of this year. It's going to get crazy.
0: Well, I was going to say that, you know, with Blaney making the announcement that he has inked a a new extension. I think a lot of these guys – I agree with you It's going to start earlier because I think a lot of these guys are going to be looking – teams are going to be looking to negotiate extensions on guys they do not want to see leave. Yes. Um, Because I, I agree with you. I think if you wait till the end of the season, it's going to be real tough. To get guys. And this guy's going to look like Nostradamus over here because
1: looking at that list, I think Kieslowski is looking more and more as the heir apparent to that 48 car. He
2: had an interesting comment. You know, they was asking him about the whole contract situation, and he said, I'm not going to talk directly. You know, I'm not going to put my name in, but if an owner picks up the phone and calls, he's going to listen. Yeah. So that tells me there's something – you know, why would he say something like that? That
0: tells me Rick Hendrick's already called.
1: Yeah, that's
2: that, yeah, I, I, exactly. I, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think the contract's already signed, and, honestly.
1: And I think he is so ready to get away from Logano because Logano is yeah. just such a not not a team player yeah. that
2: because that team ally's already signed on for the next several years, yes. so they've got a full time sponsor ready to go. They just need a driver.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I think Keselowski is a is a great sponsor guy. Because he is not as polished and you know picture perfect as what maybe Johnson has been or what some of these other younger guys, but he is a perfect kind of combination between, in my opinion, between some of the old school but a little more polished and and regular. I, I think he is a really good man of the people. I guess I would say. Well, here's
1: here's the other side of that too. Is Jeff Gordon owns half of that forty eight car? Mm-hmm. Jeff and Dale Earnhardt have or. Dale Earnhardt junior have a great relationship Earnhardt and keselowski have a great relationship mm-hmm. so you know junior has called jeff and say hey what can we you know i think we went around the horn and that's all came together well, right
2: well people forget you know when keselowski was driving in the what was then nationwide series and bush series uh yeah I know the story he drove for for junior yes and he ran several races in a 25 car part-time yeah. for hendrick and the story was that Hendrick wanted to keep Keslowski, but there just there wasn't any ring. Yes. So, you know, yeah. you kind of add two and two together. You got an opening, and Brad's in a contract here.
1: He also drove the Navy car for junior, too. Yes,
2: yep. So let me ask you this question.
0: Do we really think that coming into this year, Jimmy Johnson was settled, he was ready to hang it up, he was done? Or do we think that, knowing that Kislowski is going to be in a contract year, knowing that Johnson is probably done in the next couple years, do you think there was maybe a conversation and a push there from Hendricks saying, "Jimmy, it's probably time to hang this up"? See,
1: I wondered that. From I didn't think it was Kislowski, but I thought they were looking at someone to fill the forty-eight, and they because realized, like, it came
0: very fast. Yes,
1: and, you know, we was almost the start of the season, and Jimmy says, "This is my last year. I'm retiring." You know, with with Gordon, with Tony. You know, at the end of the year last, their last full season before they started the retirement year, they were saying, "Next year's my last year." You know, we went all off season, and, and Jimmy said nothing, and then all of a sudden, you know, we got close to Daytona. Oh, by the way, this is my last Daytona, which
0: is insane to think that a seven-time champion would kind of be pushed out. But I, I think that that I think they had somebody in mind, and they told him it's time to go. See, I did too. I, I didn't know who, but I thought, that and he wasn't going to shuffle to another team to finish up. Yep.
2: I'm not going to completely disagree, but I think it's more Jimmy was just ready. He wants to do some other stuff. He's going to end up running an Indy car race or two. He's wanting to run like some sports car stuff. Well, he wanted to
0: race the Tour de France and pedal the whole time.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dumbest thing I've ever heard of. But I would kind of <laughs> lean more on that he it was just, you know, he it, it was more his decision. Than it was anything. I mean, that what you guys were saying might have had some influence in it. I could be totally wrong.
0: And, and I, I don't. I guess I sh- I don't want to say that he was forced out. But here's what I think. I think you you look at the relationship piece. Jimmy obviously has a great relationship with Gordon. Great relationship with Rick Hendrick. Yeah. They they have they have. Don't get me wrong. They've had their times. But that's a very very tight knit group that kind of built Hendrick together, <laughs> um, even beyond what it was just with Gordon on the team. I don't know that it was a, hey, Jimmy, it's time to go. But I would say there was probably a conversation with Jimmy. With some nice compensation. Let's be honest here. Keslowski's going to be in a, a contract year. Or even if you're not saying Keselowski, look at the list of, yes. of open contracts. If you're thinking about going two more years, just for us as a team, as a business, it is better for us to get a guy linked inked to a, a multi-year deal. Mm-hmm this year with it open i think jimmy would probably take that conversation not as a knock but to back up what you're saying you know there is a lot of other things i want to do maybe it's time for the best of everything to walk away and you know jeff gordon's is going to inherit all of hendrick
1: motorsport someday yeah now that ricky's gone Mm -hmm. you know jeff is pretty much rick's son and you know he you know he got half the 48 from the get-go and uh you know, Jeff will own all of Hendricks one of these days.
2: Another thing, a guy that's probably breathing a big sigh of relief would be Alex Bowman. Mm-hmm. Because if Jimmy was going to stay another year or two, Alex is in a contract year two. Yes. He would have I mean, been, been, been the one that was replaced. He'd been the odd man but, out.
1: But I think Rick sees him as he's not going to be a superstar that Jeff was or Jimmy was, but he's going to be that front-of-the-pack running guy mm-hmm. that can – generate a lot of points, yep. get in the playoffs and he, you know, stuff like that.
0: He's going to be the perfect replacement for Junior. Yes. Outside of the the fandom and yes. the yes. the yes. name, don't get me wrong, I'm not comparing no, that. I, I totally agree with you. But yeah. he's going his results for a team are going to be very similar to what Junior's was. Yep. He'll win some races. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll he'll find some mm-hmm. ways. He he's probably not going to be a champion at any point in right. time. Right. He'll be a good teammate. He's he's great in the shop, but
2: he'll be a solid race car driver. Yes, very yep. solid.
0: So, all right, I didn't really mean to get us on all that, but that's interesting. And uh, we uh, we'll be back next week, following up again from from Atlanta, um, and bringing Hot you Atlanta. a little Hot bit Atlanta. more. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to come up with something specific. Maybe that's what we need to start doing. Um, which, by the way, timeout before we do move on. Yeah, I, I forgot to bring us up. We talked about Rattlesnake Hill. Did you happen to see that foot long hot dog sandwich that Michael Waltrip was eating on the broadcast on Sunday?
2: Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Foot long hot dog sandwich.
2: That's that's just perfect for him.
0: I also saw a post the other day it said I never knew that my hot, my car had hot dog holders. And that they had a hot dog and a cup holder, so another way to eat your hot dog sandwich. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait for Martinsville. Me neither. Do you think we can order those and have them mailed to us? You
1: know, actually, I got on Google and looked, and you can order that brand, and they can ship that brand that they sell out the racetrack racetrack to you.
0: All right, then the Martinsville night, we're gonna have a plate of of the uh, the hot dogs yeah. here, hot dog sandwiches. Yeah. Okay. We need, but I think we need to start gearing our food questions around. The location where they're racing. Hmm.
2: That is a good idea. So, what
0: would Atlanta be? I don't know. I might have to look. Because the only place I, I've been to Atlanta and we went to um, the varsity. If you've never been to yes, the varsity, talk about yep. some hot dog sandwiches. Um, yep. High pressure. You better be ready to order. Yeah. Because yeah. they're on your on butt. TV, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I, I will look into what Hot Atlanta should be for our, our debate question next week. So. Sounds good. All right, well, don't miss the guys as they come back next week to break down all the NASCAR action here on the DARF Show. And if you're going to be at Brownstown Speedway here as we open up the season, be on the lookout for me and my custom-made I Am a DARF uh, racing shirt that will also include Loser on the front so that everyone knows I was the loser um, with the picture of Nathan and, and Matt there. Um,
2: Our beautiful faces.
0: Absolutely. Everybody have a great week.